Welcome to the Keeping It Real Estate podcast with me, Allie Vasquez. I am the team leader of the Vasquez team of Karis Realty Group based out of Maryland. We know that we are now going back to a pre-COVID market. So that means we might be going back to the different selling seasons. Now, I have never been a proponent of the idea that there is a season to sell. Why? Because before COVID, that the month where I sell the most houses is usually December. People don't really believe me when I say that, but it just goes to show you that people are always looking for homes. Again, I've said it many times before, but remember, real estate revolves around life. Life does not revolve around real estate. So when your life changes, you have to move, and it doesn't matter if you're like, oh, but I actually should do this in March. No, it doesn't matter. You have to do it whenever. People are always looking. Traditionally, the spring has been thought of as the hot season to sell. There's a lot of reasons for that. Number one, literally the weather, because I've noticed that when I put a house on the market in February, I don't tend to get a lot of people for the open houses until March or April when the weather really starts being nice. I don't know why that is. I guess people are just simple and they are like little hermits and they only want to come out of their shells once the sun is shining, but that is definitely something to think about. That being said, can the house not be sold? No, you tend to find more serious buyers in the winter months. They're people that obviously need to find homes. People that are coming by like in droves during the spring, they could just be like, you know, real estate fanatics and just be like, oh, I watched, I recently binge watched all of the seasons of Selling Sunset and now I'm just going to all the open houses. Like we don't need those kinds of people going through your house. We want serious buyers. Also, obviously in the spring, the curb appeal of homes is a little bit better when, you know, the landscaping is all filled in and things are green and lush and beautiful. That is also something to be factored in. I've even had sellers ask me, can we please take pictures in the spring, even though I don't plan to list until the fall? I definitely don't recommend that because I think that that's kind of false advertising. You know, people who are plant people and care about all that kind of lush things blooming and stuff like that are gonna know that those pictures are fake. And again, if we have a serious buyer, we want them to love the house exactly as it is, even if it's in winter, even when all the trees are bare. The upsides of selling in the spring are obviously that there are going to be more eyes on your home. Spring also coincides nicely with the IRS, usually getting your refunds back or people who maybe have had to do corrections on their taxes um, or have had to claim more income if they're self-employed, that being done in around you know January, February, March, April. So that is a nice little convenient uh, upside to selling your house in the spring. You get a lot more eyes on the home, but a downside is that we do have less serious buyers. It tends to, to seem like that. There's also a little bit of spike in activity during the summer. Why? Because people who toward the end of the year maybe didn't want to be out there looking at homes until their children finish school are now looking again before the new school year starts. But can you still sell your house in the fall? The answer is absolutely. I mean, if the biggest months of my career were December, then that means that those were all us out there house hunting September, October, and November. All those things can still happen. It's just a little bit inconvenient sometimes around the holidays because you have to think like, you know, you have family coming over. I have sellers who are very militant about their holiday decor. And when I tell them that they need to scale back, they get very, very angry with me. You know who you are, Madison. Um, they get very angry with me and they're like, but I just want to put out everything. And I'm like, yeah, kind of like Coco Chanel put out 50% less, but you know, those are all sacrifices that we have to make to sell your home, right? Also during the fall and beginning of winter months, you all, you often have family coming over for holidays and that is 
really hard to do when you're trying to coordinate showings, get everybody out the door so that somebody can come in and see your house. How much more money could I get for selling during the spring versus, say, the winter? Okay, that is a really good question, and I'm not even going to answer it. Why? Because comps are comps. So when you pull comps, that is based off of a three-month period, which is technically the length of a season. So when you're pulling comps, you know, let's say we pull comps in August, we're going all the way back to the very beginning of the summer. Sometimes you have to pull comps for six months, and then we're in a completely different season. So I do not believe that there is a monetary difference between selling your house during one season and the other. And sometimes buyers, like, get a little bit too big for their britches, and they're like, well, it's September 1st, so I'm going to lowball them. Yeah, see where that gets you, because that is not a way to conduct business. It doesn't make any sense if you think about it, you know, oh, just because it's a different day, like, all of a sudden we're going to lowball your house no that doesn't make any sense and the month the time of year does not translate to dollar amount so that's a good thing for you logistically just one little thing you have to think about selling your house during the winter and also during the spring too is people tracking mud and dirt on their nasty shoes through your house now of course people say take off your shoes but nobody has to take off their shoes when you're in your house and sometimes I think it's gross to take off my shoes in someone's house because what if I'm barefoot then I'm traping I'm traipsing through your house and I don't know what's on the floor people put the booty shoe protectors on but those are slippery sometimes so I think it's all kind of just like you have to just kind of accept that people are going to be walking through your house with shoes on and you need to adjust your plan accordingly it's kind of part of that whole thing where once you decide to sell your house, you kind of have to start the separation and the divorce from it being your own. That's kind of the vibe on that one. During COVID, there was literally no difference between selling your house in January, mid-January, February, June, July, September. For the past two years, it has been a complete free-for-all. In fact, I would say even in 2019, there was still like somewhat of a absolutely whenever mentality um, going on. Now we have to start thinking there will be more inventory surges in the spring because people somehow think that the spring market is the spring market. There are going to be more inventory surges during the summer because of school years and stuff like that. And as the buyer, you have to adjust yourself accordingly. Like, okay, just because there is less inventory does not mean that I'm going to lowball these people on their house unless I really don't think that the value is there. Similarly, as a seller, you have to realize that if you're like, oh, I'm waiting for the spring and I'm going to put my house in the market and it's going to be like, ta-da, there's hundreds of other people who are ta-daing at the same time and your competition is more numerous and your house does get a little bit watered down in the shuffle. For me as an agent, the important thing to remember is that I am always going to work based on your timeline. So if I come to your house, I'm not going to say, hey, you need to get your shit together so that you can list your house in the next month. That's not my job. That's not what I'm looking for. My job is to work with your life and work with your timeline and make sure that the timing is right absolutely for you. When you have questions about real estate, you know I keep it real. Thanks for listening to the Keeping It Real Estate podcast.